0: That's N-O-O-M dot com to sign up for your trial today. Welcome to the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com,
1: your daily morning podcast, updating you on everything you need to know to win your fantasy baseball league. Here's your host, Brian and Trickin. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the First Pitch Podcast, brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrick a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on Twitter at BD Intrigan, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Sorry for the audio on Thursday's episode. I've been having some serious internet issues. Just glad we're getting through this one at this point in time. Hope I didn't jinx that as well. But I am here to recap your Thursday baseball action, full day from start to finish, early in the day, all the way to the evening, while giving you a look ahead to Friday. And then Jake Crumpler will take over for the weekend, and I'll be back with you guys on Monday. Let's get Up with the uh, latest news and notes here, Orioles promoted prospect Joey Ortiz, kind of surprising people, promoted him on Thursday, he uh, played second base and hit ninth, went one for three with three RBIs in the minors so far this season, he's hitting 359 with zero home runs, one stolen base, has a little bit of power, like maybe five to 10 home run power, and he's got some decent speed, very good hit tool. Actually fits this Orioles team very well. It's already got a lot of thump in that lineup. Runs like crazy. He could flourish. I don't know how long he'll be up here for. It was a surprise promotion to many. So I'll keep an eye on that. It could be a nice little cheap fab acquisition this weekend. So see how the Orioles play him Friday, Saturday, and Sunday before you start putting those bids in. But Joey Ortiz is a name to keep an eye on if you need a little bit of speed, some bagging average help. And he should uh, you know, score a handful of runs at the bottom of the order, gets on base, then let the like of uh, said, said Mullins, Ryan Mountcastle, and company drive him in great news. If you are an Atlanta Braves fan and a fantasy manager of Rysel Iglesias, he began a rehab assignment on Thursday at A Gwinnett. One innings pitched, zero hits, zero walks, zero earned runs, one strikeout, looking sharp, probably another appearance or two maybe, and he'll be back and they need it because, you know, Mentor AJ Mentor has filled in well for the Braves, but Thursday did not go well. It was b- b- brutal, and he's gotten beat up his last three or four outings. So it's time for Rice to come back, reclaim that role to fantasy goodness. The Oakland athletics activated Domingo Acevedo from the IL, which they need some bullpen depth there. And they placed uh, the option. Luis Medina, the youngster that pitched on Wednesday back triple a, uh, Acevedo came into the fifth inning, pitched an inning and two thirds on Thursday. He has some past closing experience with the, uh, shuffling with Julius Familia back there right now. Um, Dustin may on the IL, you never know. Acevedo might find his way in there. I doubt it, but he's another option on a team that might not have a lot of saves anyways, but he's back. Cincinnati Reds placed Graham Ashcraft on the bereavement list, so he should be out for, like I believe it's at least three to five days for Ashcraft. And they also placed Will Myers on the IL with COVID, so keep an eye on both those situations. Uh, Adam Onavino of the New York Mets was placed on the paternity list. Another, There's a lot of all-star babies, a lot of all-star babies around baseball. Keep that in mind. Otovino uh, is starting to take claim to a, a decent, like maybe 60% or so, role of the closing situation for the Mets. I'd imagine he'll slot back in there when he comes back. But for now, while he is gone, enjoying hopefully a healthy birth of his child, that um, Daniel uh, David Robinson will take over uh, full-time closing duties with the Mets. We have a lot of White Sox news here. First off, some good news. Tim Anderson and Hanser Alberto will start the rehab assignments on Friday. Anderson is ahead of schedule. Much needed for the depleted shortstop pool around fantasy baseball. So let's hope that one stays strong. Also, we've got the likes of Liam Hendricks. Yes, the Liam Hendricks. I kept saying he's looking great. They're saying he's throwing. He's ahead of schedule. Some people are less optimistic than I am, and I get it. You never know with cancer. But I've always stayed pretty optimistic on this one. He's supposed to come to Chicago early next week, run through some tests and potentially start a rehab process slash assignment by the end of next week. That is amazing news. I'm not saying he's going to be back anytime soon, but I said a while back, I wouldn't be shocked if he's back by like middle of the third week of May, potentially the way he's moving along. And if he comes back next week and tests out really well with the White Sox, we might get some Liam Hendricks back in our life really soon, which is great to hear. Some not-so-great news unless you're a Jake Berger manager because I've been pumping him up in fab columns as a deeper league option. He might not be a deep league option. He went deep again on Thursday, and he might get to play for a while because Yohan Moncada's been battling that back issue. And that reports on Thursday come out that Yohan Moncada is dealing with a protruding disc that is pinching a nerve in his back. Like, back issues are no joke. When you start messing with nerves, that is the worst thing because that's just like any sudden weird movement can just ruin it all. So uh, this is not good. Not good news for Moncada. He's going to have to get some serious uh, rehab work. Hopefully it doesn't lead to surgery, but that always is an option with pinched nerve situations. So keep an eye on that with, um, yeah, Yohan Mankata. Um, Aaron Judge, we mentioned on yesterday's show that he ran to the locker room after sliding in on a stolen base, and then he came back and DH'd for the game. He was back in the outfield on Thursday, so we were pretty, pretty pumped on that. But he re his hip injury. He left the game. That was not great, and um, Oswaldo Cabrera took his job over in the outfield. Hopefully not a big IL stint for Aaron Judge, but we'll have to see how it goes for the a- reigning AL MVP. Jamison Tyon played long toss on Thursday as he continues to work back from his injury. Everyone's saying he's moving real quick, real well, so we should be getting Juan Moncada back much sooner than we'd expect. I mean, uh, Jamison Tyon back much sooner than we expect. Last bit of news here, Kerry Carpenter who uh, the slugging Detroit Tiger right fielder. Uh, he's been actually playing pretty well. I kind of say that tongue in cheek. He made a heck of a catch running into the wall in right field on Thursday, but he had to leave with a shoulder injury. Further testing to take place on Friday. Considered day-to-day for now. Hopefully it's nothing too serious. We've seen some nasty shoulder injuries so far. Let's look at some hitting highlights from Thursday here, and the red-hot, yes, red-hot Brandon Drury kept it going against those minuscule Oakland Athletics. Brandon Jury went two for two with a double, a home run, run scored three RBIs and two walks, so he reached base in four at-bats. He has now had multiple hits in four straight games with two doubles, a triple, and four home runs over those four games. That would be, count to do math, seven extra base hits in four games and 12 RBIs. So for those that did not give up on Brandon Jury and actually rostered him this week, I think I rostered him in a couple of spots, had him sitting in other spots. That stings. He is feeling it at the plate right now. So keep an eye on that, and maybe put them into your lineups while things are going well. That Angels team is doing well. Then again, grain of salt, they face the Oakland Athletics. Just remember that. Another piece of note here, in those Oakland Athletics, Shea Langoliers I wanted to hit on him because everyone was liking his hit tool last year. It didn't quite pan out. Um, he went two for five with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Thursday. He was robbed of a grand slam on Tuesday. He's hitting it very, very well, only hitting 222 on the season, which I get is not ideal But he has six home runs, 13 runs scored, and 13 RBIs for the Oakland A's. He makes for a very, very nice catching option, especially catcher two and two catcher leagues. So Shay Langeleers, if he's out there, I know he's available in a a handful, a good amount of Yahoo leagues, for instance. He should be on your radar, like with Jonah Heim, who I've mentioned, and some uh, Jan Gomes I'm a big fan of. He's crushing, and we mentioned him on a recent show in the Hitting Highlights column. So you have some catching options. This happens every season, Uh, so look at Shay Langeleers. And then last but not least, like I could be highlighting all the big names, but I want to get some names you might not be paying attention to right now, and that is Paul young He returned from the IL, if, uh, I believe it was on Monday in San Francisco. The Cardinals just wrapped up a four-game series with the Gigantes. Paul DeYoung went two for four with a home run, two runs scored, and two RBIs on Thursday. He's been splitting time, not playing every day, but he's even come in and pitch hit and got some hits. Since returning on Monday, he's hitting four seventy one with two doubles, two home runs, and he's only striking out 5.6% of the time. I know, Bubba. Super small sample size. I get it. But Paul DeYoung is also a guy only a few years removed from a massive power situation. Okay batting average. Can be very potent. He hits usually ninth so far when he's been entering these games, but it's a lineup that could flip over with the likes of you know Edmund or Newt Bar or um goldschmidt or arenado they have a bunch of talent in that offense and De young could fit in there beautifully if he gets more regular playing time so for now deeper league in a league only but someone to put on your watch list if somehow he sneaks into more regular playing time this could be pretty big for paul de young for more details on the day's top hitters make sure you check out the daily batters box on pitcherlist.com all right starting pitching highlights from the day george kirby man he got out by matt strom strom was outstanding only went 60 pitches, though, so that was a bummer, but you're going to expect that with Matt Strom. They're just babying along. He's not been a starter for a long, long, long time, so you just can't go. They, they want him for most of the season, so you're going to get into situations like that, but Strom had the strikeouts working, but we're here to talk about George Kirby. Eight innings pitched, only one earned. The game was one to nothing, folks. Four hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. That's the biggie for me. He had 13 wits, 31% CSW on only 89 pitches through eight innings. Like, if he had zero runs and went nine, he was well on his way to a Maddox. He was pitching great. I wanted to highlight the seven Ks because so far in the year, you know, two nine three ERA, awesome, three point eight six exit, just fine. But twenty four Ks in thirty and two thirds innings pitched. So before he, today's game, it was um, seventeen strikeouts in twenty two innings pitched. He needs to get the strikeouts up to become much more of a valuable fantasy pitcher, but the ratios are there for Kirby. He should pick up plenty of wins because he's going to go six, probably seven in a lot of outings, six for sure, I'd imagine. So a quality start machine. Wins could be coming in bunches being on a very good Mariners team. We need those strikeouts to come up. Seeing 7Ks, almost a K per inning, was a big plus against the Philadelphia Phillies. Mitch Keller just continues to do it. The Pirates continue to do it. Let's just say that flat out. Pirates beat up Julio Urias. The pirates, like they are a juggernaut right now, which is nuts to talk about. Um, there's been some great tweets on what the pirates are doing, but Mitch Keller against the Dodgers, six innings, two earn, five hits, only one walk, which is huge. Ten punch outs, ten strikeouts to the Los Angeles Dodgers out of his eighteen outs. That is amazing for Mitch Keller. Sixteen West, thirty eight percent CSW, ninety seven pitches. He now has a three five three ERA, and you're expecting the. Um, Indicators to say, oh, he's been lucky. He's a three seven four x fit. Mitch Keller, dare I say, is living up to the finally, finally, the hype we've always wanted. Forty strikeouts and thirty five and two thirds innings pitched. Good on you, Mitch Keller. Last but not least, Logan Webb six and two-thirds, two thirds, two earned, seven hits, one walk, seven Ks, thirteen with twenty nine percent CSW on one hundred and two pitches. Logan Webb continues to rack up strikeouts. That was something that faltered him last season, got people off of him draft season. I know if you listen to some of my shows. I've, I've, I've got an ear to the Giants. They're my team. Webb is a pitch mix changer. He adapts to the game. Last year, he didn't have his fastball as well, so he became a ground ball guy. He's a ground ball guy now, but getting strikeouts again like he did two years ago. So Logan Webb is back. Uh, make sure to tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP Roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. All right, a couple of relief pitching highlights of the day. Carlos Estevez picked up his fifth save for the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, and he appears to be back in control of closing duties. It seemed like last week, Quijada was taking over. Now Quijada's working earlier in games. Estevez picked up saves on back-to-back games now. He seems to have the, the role probably at least 65 70%, hopefully. So that is great to see for those that hung on to Carlos Estevez. Craig Kimbrell picked up his third save, and people were like, oh, no, what about Jose Alvarado? They gave Jose Alvarado a breather. He's been he's been working hard. He's been a machine. Alvarado's still the dude. Don't panic. This one is interesting though. Brad Boxberger picked up his second save for the Cubs. He seems to be becoming more of the regular here, especially when you see Michael Fulmer pitched in the sixth inning on Thursday. by Boxberger got the ninth. So keep an eye on that. Make sure you read the daily reliever ranks article on PitcherList.com to get more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we preview. Friday's action. Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat. But Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. And they help you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have those cravings. Noom's personalized courses are easy to follow and will help grow your confidence with tools you can put into practice on day one. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. And based on a sample of 4,272 Noomers, 98% say Noom helps change their habits and behaviors for good. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today. And welcome back
1: to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I am your host, Brian Entrick a.k.a. KC Bubba. Find me on Twitter at BDintric, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K, Let's get a quick look at the weather from our friend, Mark Paquette. Thank you very much. Well, looking at today's weather map, it's going to be a stark contrast for the last several weeks where we've had really a pretty remarkable stretch of quiet weather with very little in the way of postponement or delay concerns. But this all comes to a screeching halt across the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, Great Lakes this uh, weekend. Today's games that look to be in danger of being played are the Nationals and Tigers especially those two and the Mets are a little bit as well. They're a little bit on the iffy side, but we're going to see that rain spread northeast into Boston continue along the I-95 Nationals, Yankees, I mean, Mets corridor. Um, it's just going to be a wild weather weekend. Back to you. Thanks a ton, Mark. We always appreciate your help on the weather. It's been busy for them the last few days. Hopefully it doesn't get too crazy, but it seems like a lot of storms are popping up and next week we got more rain coming to the West Coast. So be ready for that. So DFS targets on your Friday. We have an 11-game main slate, a couple early games. The Padres and Giants don't play because they're traveling to Mexico City. So Saturday and Sunday, the Giants and Padres in Mexico City. I know you got Musgrove-Darvish for the Padres. That is at high altitude. It makes Coors Field look small. So be careful if you're rostering uh, pitchers in those two games. That's all I'm going to say. But for some bats to look at here, I'm going to keep riding the Red Hot Pirates, especially against former Pirate Chad Cool. That is a great one to take a look at. I love me some Atlanta Braves versus Peterson. Peterson is it might be a swan song pretty soon, so go there, and then you obviously have Coors Field in play with Freeland versus Merrill Kelly, so you have some options there. Pitching isn't as great on Fridays. So you have a lot of ways to navigate bats in DFS, but those are the main ones I'm looking to target. On the mound, Jacob deGrom, he's been amazing. He's been great. even bounced back from leaving two starts to go early. He gets... The New York Yankees, and they might be without Aaron Judge, which makes them even worse. Like they are playing bad, kind of like they were in the second half of last season. Judge was the highlight then. Judge might not be there. This is a strikeout machine to Grom. Look at your your K props. This could be a really, really great spot to go for Jacob Grom. I also want to ask Freed that he's building up his stamina after being on the IL. He's pitched a couple starts now. He gets to take on the New York Mets, a good New York Mets team, but Freed has shown he can handle even the best of teams when healthy. So I want to see how he looks in that one and I think at his price point in DFS there's a lot to like there. Some things I'm looking forward to on Friday. Again, we have some fun games. I want to see DeGrom versus the Yankees and more importantly DeGrom versus Clark Schmidt. Schmidt looked like a whole different pitcher in his last start. The pitch mix changes, he was getting swings and misses can that be a back-to-back start thing? Can this be something we can repeat with Clark Schmidt and be the guy we hoped he could be? So I'm looking forward to that, DeGrom versus Schmidt in that battle. And Texas's offense can be sneaky powerful at times, so it's a really good test for Schmidt, especially the lefties in that lineup. he would really get to Schmidt with like Nate Lowe and, and company. So I'm looking forward to DeGrom versus Schmidt. And then I love it. We got the Astros versus the Phillies. You got Framber Valdez versus Aaron Nola. framber has been great. He's been a quality start machine, eating innings, seven-plus innings, almost every start, doing his thing. But you get Nola now, who's been scuffling, scuffling tremendously. So I'm really, really looking forward to that one. And then last but not least, Lucas Giolito coming off the bereavement list. He takes on the red-hot Tampa Bay Rays. Dylan Cease just got beat up by the Rays giolito has looked really good his last couple starts like the giolito of old this is a big test this is like the the litmus test of hey has he turned that corner back to being lucas giolito that we all we all knew him as so i'm looking forward to seeing that versus tampa bay before we head on out of here make sure you go look at pistolist.com and go check out pl plus mpl pro you get all the awesome tools you get the uh the the Calculators, the projections, you get most importantly the Discord, which is popping all the time. Go check that out. They're working on great things. I know I heard Nick say if you sign up for the rest of the year, you get like draft stuff for next year already. They got just amazing tools coming your way at picturelist.com. So go become a member, PL Pro, PL Plus. You will not regret it. But that'll do it, folks. I will be back with you guys on Monday. Jake Crumpler will be doing a great job as always filling in for me over the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. I hope you guys have a great weekend and enjoy your Friday of action of baseball, but I'll be back with you guys later. This was your first pitch podcast Friday, April 28th. Y'all have a great day.
0: This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at PitcherList and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.